Hello and welcome to Tracks. I'm Tim and I'm here in Brighton flying solo this week or this month or this year or whatever time period we should still be throwing around at this point. Um, how you all doing? It has been quite a while. I've missed you. I'm not really sure how to start this episode or even if this actually is an episode or something else altogether. Um, but I guess there's no harm in calling it one, right? Um, well, whatever it is, there are a few things I want to say. And on the one hand, I feel kind of um, completely unprepared to say them. But on the other, I'm absolutely desperate to. In fact, I've actually been waiting quite a long time to get them off my chest. So I'm going to give it a shot and hopefully it will land in some form. Um, but bear with me. We, myself and Harry, that is, um, started this show way back in 2016. In fact, we're a couple of weeks away from the fourth anniversary of its conception. Um, we've been on quite a journey in that time, and we've been lucky enough to have some incredible listeners along the way. You, the people who've tuned in time after time to listen to us ramble on, um, not even just our mums, actual real-life strangers who have become our favourite internet mates, of course. Um, and over that time, I feel like some of you have gotten to know me a little bit. I'd like to think so, anyway. Um, I'm not someone who has ever particularly wanted attention, or even really to be seen or heard. But the idea that I've shared a bit of myself over the last few years with this little community of people from all over the world is something I really love feels quite special to me, especially as a generally, you know, pretty shy and awkward person. Ask teenage me if I'd ever have done all this, and honestly, he'd laugh in your face. There's something really beautiful about sitting here now and saying that I did. So one of the things I figure you all may have learned about me over the years is that I've always had, like, a bit of OCD in me. You know, needing everything to be ordered, its own kind of perfect. Uh, it's quite a big part of who I am, I think. Most of the time, I see it as a good thing. It's definitely helped me in my career up to this point. Um, you know, perfectionists who can't sleep until everything's in its place do make good designers. Uh, Harry might also contest that people like me make nightmare partners, uh, giving pages and pages of notes about an episode which literally nobody was going to listen to was one of my favourite hobbies back at the start and now I realise what a pain in the arse that must have been even if my intentions were good sorry mate the reason I bring all of this up is that there's another side to this kind of OCD or whatever you want to call it and that's what happens when things aren't right or aren't in the place you feel like they should be when they're not their own kind of perfect um, it's stress, anxiety, sleepless nights, uh, a huge knot in my stomach and a buzz in my brain that kind of never goes away. It's pretty grim and can be pretty painful and unfortunately I've felt that way for quite a lot of 2019, um, which is why I'm sitting here recording this. I want to place a few things on record first and foremost. There is, from my point of view, Absolutely no rift between myself and Harry. I love him like a brother, and nothing's changing that. He's one of the most brilliant, funny, and special people I've ever had the pleasure of knowing, and I'm proud of everything we've done together. 
I'm also proud of everything that he's doing now. As far as I can tell, he's absolutely smashing it, and watching on from a distance is a beautiful thing all of its own. Pie chart, things you love, to see it, 100%. But I see, or at least I feel, that I'm not really a part of that, and tracks certainly isn't, and I'm completely okay with it. I've worked to find peace around it, and even if it has sometimes felt like some weird kind of um, modern breakup at times, which feels a mad thing to say out loud, but it has, and I felt kind of ghosted and pretty confused at times, hurt and not quite sure what to do about it. But that's done, and it's in the past, and there are no hard feelings at all on my part. Just a recognition that there's a time and a place to keep pushing and there's a time and a place to stop. And knowing the difference can feel like the hardest and most confusing thing in the world until suddenly it doesn't anymore. There's this Scroobius pip line that reads, uh, flowers don't grow up as one, each finds its own way to the sun. And that's exactly what we've done. We've grown up separately too. And it feels pretty perfect in this situation, uh, to me at least anyway. But as natural and organic as all of this is, and as much as I've worked through it, none of that negates the fact that we've never officially called it a day when it comes to tracks. We've never tied up all those loose ends, but for me, for myself, I really, really need that full stop. Uh, because these months of radio silence and failed escape plans really hurt in quite a fundamental way. And despite trying to make an ending which works for both of us happen for quite a long time, there just isn't a joint one anywhere on the horizon. So this is mine, um, to give myself that little bit of peace, and I think actually Harry too. I don't doubt for a second that all of this has played on his mind too. There's this George Harrison interview from uh, 1971, which I really love. He's on this American talk show, but you can tell he really, really doesn't want to be there. He's not rude about it, but... He just has this kind of self-assured nonchalance that means he just rises above the whole thing. And it's so like satisfying to watch. But in it, the interviewer, Dick Cavett, I believe is his name, uh, he keeps trying to talk about his relationship with Paul and with John and Yoko and how the Beatles ended. And I just wanted to play a little bit of it right about here. Pretty You've good. got real boring people, you know, to talk to on your show. I'm probably yeah. the biggest boy you've ever had on the show. Really? Mm. You think? Yeah. Well, I'll be the judge of oh. that. Listen, I'll tell you. Well, I don't really, you know, they asked me, do you want to come on the Dick Cavett show? And I said, uh, yeah, i got nothing to talk about, really. Yeah. They said, well, think of something, you know, anything. So I thought, okay, we'll go and talk about Raga, which is... Uh, Film. Mm. Mm. And then, um, well, before we get to yeah, that, though, since we, we were in that, let's get to something else. When you... Uh, if you and, you and John and Yoko do meet, though, you're not really no, no. gritting your teeth. No, no, we're good friends. Yeah. Well, all of that about her being the problem with the group, is that slightly silly that, that a one woman could be so much of a problem? No, here? the group had problems long before Yoko came along. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Many problems, folks. Can you remember who was the first to say, you know, I bet we'll break up one day, um, that this won't go on, that this is sort of a dream that we can't all stick no. together? Uh, I don't really remember anything about the Beatle days. Uh, it seems like a sort of, you know, previous incarnation when I think about it. 
and a long time ago, like yeah. another life. Yeah. Yeah. Do you regret any of it? No, no. Don't regret really anything, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what happened, and it was good, you know. It was good, but it was also good to carry on, do something else. In fact, it was a relief. <laughs> Sometimes they say you were... I mean, some you people were... can't understand that, you know, because Beatles was such a big deal. They can't understand why we should uh, actually enjoy splitting up. But there's a time, you know, there's a time when people grow up and they leave home or whatever they do, and they go for a change, you know, and it was really time for a change. Don't you think a lot of people just envied the idea of being world celebrities, though? And being well, some a... people, you know, would go on and on forever, singing the same tune and playing the same gig if they were making some money, you know? Yeah. But uh, I think we'd all rather give that up and try going on our own and try doing something we really want to do. Something about that just really resonates with me, particularly right now. Like, clearly, clearly, I'm not saying we were the Beatles, and I definitely haven't achieved the kind of pure zen mindset which George did. But that feeling of looking back at things from a short distance and it feeling like a whole different lifetime and like a whole different person doing it all definitely rings true. We used to take hours and hours to record this show every single week while sinking can after can of Cronenberg on a weeknight until the early hours. And we used to talk about the show 24-7. We were so invested and all of that seems like really hard to imagine right now. I loved it. I loved how dedicated we were and how much we drove each other on. And really, I'm probably the person George was talking about, who would go on and on forever singing the same old tune. But I've come to the conclusion, just like he did, that that's not really what's best for anyone. The end of all of this has been really dragged out, or at least it feels to me like it has been anyway. And there's kind of no avoiding that. It feels like a massive shame. Months of silence on the feed have given me more anxiety than it should, and attempted reboots have been gutting to watch fail. But there's nothing we can do about that now. It is what it is until it was what it was, as Bio would say. It definitely has held me back a little, not having this ending. But just doing this now, I can already feel the relief. You got to create the space for something to happen, and with this all tied up, I can't wait to see what it will be for both of us, individually and maybe, you never know, one day as a duo again. So yeah, that's kind of everything I wanted to come on here and say, I think. Um, and if it made no sense at all, then I can only apologise. It did to me in some weird way. Probably wasn't an episode though, was it? Let's be honest. Well, before I go, I just want to take a moment to be totally self-indulgent and go like full Oscar winner with a few thank yous. Uh, I might not get the chance again otherwise. Mainly, I want to thank every single person who has ever listened to the show from the very bottom of my heart. Creating tracks and everything that has come along with it has been one of the great joys of my life so far, and the period in my life which it covered is almost too much to think about. From my maddest, saddest and wildest days to the happiest and most content I've ever been. Without any listeners, we wouldn't have bothered to record it all. So, thank you. And thanks to the people who have supported me personally during this period. Uh, both my parents need a huge shout out, as always. And 
the one and only Ben Brooks <laughs> for being there on so many nights out, but more importantly, for so many morning afters too. And then there's Meek, my amazing girlfriend. Thank you for putting up with me through the tail end of it all and for helping me to a better place than I ever could have imagined. But finally, and most obviously, thank you, Harry. Thanks for the friendship and for coming along for this journey. Just because it didn't end particularly gracefully doesn't mean the ride wasn't worth it. I've loved every single minute of it, even when I thought I didn't. I hope you have too. If you want to do one of these yourself, then please do feel free. If not, then that's totally cool too. There were things I wanted to put out there that might not be for you. But if you ever want to do a final episode together, maybe, you know, like one last hurrah, then I'll always be down. But in lieu of that, uh, I'm going to pick one last song to go out on, you know, for old time's sake. I've been imagining this would be our closer to our finale, almost since the day we began. I don't know why. Um, it just seems too much of a perfect curtain closer to not use it. It's the specials for one last time. So I guess this is a uh, see you later, everyone. Have a good one. Eat your greens. Get your eight hours. Up the reds. Fuck the Tories. Dance. Be nice. Make friends. And enjoy yourself. It's later than you think. first it's good to be wise